According to the National Center for Drug Abuse, over 165 million Americans ages 12 and up are currently abusing drugs or alcohol. Of those 165 million Americans, there is a mom, dad, sister, brother, wife, husband, son, daughter, or grandparent praying and pleading that they would stop. Addiction is a subject most people don't like to talk about and is kept behind closed doors. But the Finding Hope podcast will bring light to the subject and give families that are living in shame, guilt, hopelessness, fear, worry, and anger, tools and education to find strength, peace, happiness, joy, and hope. Hello, I'm Amy LaRue, Finding Hope Coordinator for Hope is Alive Ministries and your host for this Finding Hope podcast. At Hope is Alive, our mission is to radically change the lives of drug addicts, alcoholics, and those who love them. We do this through our intentional next level sober living homes and faith-based support groups for the loved ones of addicts called Finding Hope. Thank you for joining us on our first episode. On this episode, I want to share with you a little bit about Finding Hope, who I am, and leave with a bit of encouragement. Finding Hope is a faith-based support group for loved ones of drug addicts and alcoholics. We currently have over 40 groups in nine different states, as well as offering weekly Zoom meetings in both English and Spanish. At Finding Hope, our mission is to give members the opportunity to learn more about addiction, find tools to help those we love, and find hope to help ourselves. We know the importance of finding a community of people who are walking or have walked the same path as you. At Finding Hope, we give people the opportunity to connect with others who understand the ups and downs of loving someone in addiction. I say it all the time, you don't get it unless you live it. And that is so true at Finding Hope. We truly get it. I want this podcast to give others who are in the middle of the storm of addiction a safe place to learn, grow, and find hope. In 2015, I learned my high school sweetheart and husband was addicted to alcohol. I didn't know what to do. Honestly, I didn't even know if he was addicted and what that really meant. So I did what I thought was the best thing to do. I went to Google and I tell people all the time, I Googled, Googled out, trying to figure out how to help and fix my husband. I did all of this while keeping it a secret from all of our family and friends. And that's when Lance Lang, founder of Hope is Alive Ministries, had just come to our church to speak. And I was able to reach out to him about my husband. Because I hadn't told anyone about my husband's drinking and still was wondering if he really was an alcoholic, I was so scared to pick up that phone for the first time and admit to a stranger that my husband had a drinking problem. But what I found is Lance met me with grace, compassion, and kindness. And I'm sure many of you out there have been in that same situation, wondering, is my loved one really addicted to drugs or alcohol? What does this mean? What am I supposed to do? Well, Lance was able to give me some resources for my husband, but then he flipped it on me and he told me he had resources for myself. And he began to tell me about this meeting called Finding Hope. 
And at first I was like, I don't have a problem. I don't understand why I needed a meeting and support. I maybe even told him I wasn't the one pouring the booze down my throat and destroying my family. Why in the world would I need to go to a support group to find childcare for our kids when I wasn't the one with the problem? Many of you out there might be thinking the same thing. I'm not the one with the problem. Why do I need a support group? Why do I need to give up an evening to go to a meeting? But I, at that point, I was at my lowest and just wanted any help and advice I could get to get my husband to stop drinking. I knew nothing about addiction. So I decided to go ahead and attend my first meeting. I walked in. I tell people all the time, I walked in, put on my best outfit, making sure I looked the best because I didn't want people to look down on me because my husband was an alcoholic. I was so worried about who might be in that room. Would I see somebody I knew? Would someone from church be there? Um, I'm a former teacher. Would a former, would a parent be in that room? What would they think of me as a wife? You know, I thought if I was a better wife, my husband wouldn't drink. But I'm so grateful that I did take that first step. I took that first step into healing for myself. When I walked into the room, I was greeted by those who truly understood what I was going through. There were moms, dads, grandmothers, a brother, and other spouses there seeking support for themselves because they also loved someone who was abusing substances. That night, I learned I was not alone, and I didn't have to go through the storm alone ever again. Finding hope has given me hope. I have found peace, joy, purpose, happiness, and a family who truly understands. I would not be where I am today if I didn't find the courage and strength to walk through that door for the first time. I had to leave my pride in my car and build up the courage to walk through those doors. And you might be there too. You might need to be leave your pride somewhere and just the shame and guilt that we all feel through this is real. And so if you're out there listening, I get it. But I also want you to know there's so much healing when we can attend a support group for the first time and admit that our family isn't perfect, that we love someone in addiction. So that is why I wanted to start this podcast. If there are 165 million people abusing drugs or alcohol right now, just in the United States, imagine how many family members and friends are impacted by this disease and just don't know what to do. I don't want anyone to walk through this storm alone. Through this podcast, I want to give you hope and tools to navigate this storm. The Finding Hope podcast will release a new episode every other Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. It will be a mix of education, tools, and personal testimonies from those who are in the same place as you and I. Loving someone with a substance use disorder. 
But before we go today, I believe someone needs to hear this. And I want to share with you something I, that I want you to cling to. It's our finding hope motto. And we talk about this at the start of every meeting. And I even tell people when they come into our meetings, if this is the only thing you hear today, leave with it. So I want to leave with you with these three sentences. You are not alone. You are not alone. Through my husband's addiction, I felt so alone. I talked to moms and dads and other spouses on a weekly, daily basis who feel so alone in this storm and don't know what to do. But once you step into a Finding Hope meeting or attend an online meeting, you realize quickly you're not alone. And we're not meant to go through this alone. Galatians 6.2 says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We are there to support one another through this storm of addiction. The second sentence I want to leave you with is this. It's not your fault. Listen to me again. It's not your fault. So many times we go through blaming ourselves for our loved one's addiction. I've done it. The ifs, if, if, if I was a better wife, if I would have done this, if I did that, but I'm here to tell you, it's not your fault. Galatians 6, 5 says, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. And the last sentence I want you to take away today is, there is hope. Yes, there is hope. There is hope. When I walked through that, my, the doors for that very first Finding Hope meeting, I was so down and depressed and sad. And I looked in and I saw smiles. And to be honest, I was a little bit angry at seeing those smiles. But when, as I continued to go and I sat and listened, what they had was hope. They were clinging to the hope of Jesus. They had hope that they found first in Jesus, and then it just continued to grow. Hebrews 10, 23 says, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without waver, for he who promised is faithful. So each week, I'm going to leave you with a challenge. And so this week, I want to challenge you to memorize the Finding Hope motto. You are not alone. It's not your fault. There is hope. Memorize that, write it down, and think about what each three of those sentences mean to you. My second challenge this week is to go to our webpage, findinghope.today. Let me say that one more time so you can write it down. Findinghope.today. Go onto our website, find a meeting, a local meeting, if you don't see a local meeting, there are Zoom options. Sign up for one of those. Don't let the shame and pride keep you from attending a meeting. So thank you so much for joining me this week. You can learn more about Finding Hope at findinghope.today. But before you go, I would love for you to give us a five-star review, share this on social media, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss our next hope-filled episode.
In our next episode, I will be diving a little bit deeper into my story and how I found hope when for so long I was completely hopeless. Thanks again for joining me, Amy LaRue, in this episode of Finding Hope. And remember, you are not alone. It's not your fault. There is hope. This episode of the Finding Hope podcast was brought to you by Hope is Alive Ministries. To learn more about Hope is Alive, visit our website at hopeisalive.net. If you are in need of immediate assistance, don't wait. Call us now at 1-844-3-HOPE-NOW. That's 1-844-3-HOPE-NOW. To find out more about Finding Hope and how you can get involved in a meeting close to you, visit findinghope.today.